Rama for Today Radio. I'm sure glad she said you boys didn't let me die. You know, she said, I see where I missed it. I was just waiting to die, you know, just waiting to die. Well, I'm saved, you know, I'm filled with spirit. I've worked for years. I've worked for God. I've, I've won a lot of souls. I've got a lot of sheaves. But she said, you know what? She said, I saw that I didn't have to die that way. And she said, I just came off of a meeting and we had several saved, all right. I thought his backsliders come back. But we have two men saved that weren't back. I'd never been saved before in their life. And she said, if you fellas hadn't got that over to me, I wouldn't have got those two men saved. She was always a great soul winner, you see. And she said to me, I've got, I'm 83, but I got the whole summer dated up. Welcome to Rama for Today. This week, Kenneth E. Hagan starts his classic teaching from a three-volume set on the gifts of the Spirit. Stay tuned for this timeless teaching. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. We remind you constantly that the Bible declares that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Smith Wigglesworth made a statement. He said that there is something about believing God that'll cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Well, now, you know, a pastor can't specialize. He's got to more or less generalize because there's many areas of life, you see, and Christian living and so on that he has to touch upon. I pastored nearly 12 years, and of course, I preached on various subjects, not just one, but it was just a little bit stronger about saying a lot more about faith and prayer and healing, I think, than the average pastor. And I never thought of it myself, just did, I don't know why, I just didn't dawn on me, but one of our seminars, my wife said to me, Said, you know, how in all of our pastoral work, and we pastored nearly 12 years, you know, we never did have one funeral for one of our church members. We never buried a church member. I think that's a pretty good record, 12 years pastoral work. Well, somebody said, did you have all young people in your church? No, no. One church particularly we had pastored, we had a lot of elderly people in it. We had one 82-year-old woman's heel raised up from a deathbed from cancer of the stomach. Medical science said she has to die. She'll be dead in a few days, but she didn't. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Marvelous deliverances and healings. And then I know I was holding a meeting in one of the churches there in Fort Worth, Texas, and the pastor had heard me say this, and he said to me, he said, Brother Hagin, would you go with me? I know we're getting called all the time. You, you, I tell folks, well, you got Brother Hagin got two services a day. He can't come, but I'm pastor. I'll come. That's my job. So he said, I don't even tell you about these requests. But he said, there's a dear old lady here that's similar to this case, 82-year-old lady that was for a number of years in the Assemblies of God evangelist. In fact, this man said to me, I was a Baptist man, and I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost and called to preach under her ministry. And she's about in the same shape. They opened up her body to operate on her. The doctor said they could see seven different malignant growths, and they just clamped up and rolled her out and said she can't live. And somewhere or another, she had managed to live for two years, bed fast now. And we went into the room. I went with him. And, and she had just skin and bone. That is, you know, her arm just looked like a skeleton. I mean, just the skin hanging on a bone. Except then through her stomach, you see, where these 
malignant growths were, and she is big like a barrel, you know, looked bigger than a woman that was pregnant and about ready to be delivered, much bigger than a pregnant woman. And, uh, and she said the same thing. Well, I, you know, I preached for a good many years and won a lot of souls to the Lord. You know, I'm 82. You fellas just leave me alone. Let me die. I said, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Let God heal you and then die if you want to. Well, she said, that's what Brother Braun's been telling me. Sometimes folks won't listen to the pastor, but they'll listen to somebody else. You know, I told the same thing. So we prayed and left. I preached 10 days that time in his church. And uh, nine months later, I went back and preached three weeks in his church. When I got there, Brother Braun said, Brother Higgins, do you remember? He called her name. I didn't remember her name. Oh, he said, you know, the elderly assembly of God evangelist said, we went to visit his bed fast with cancer. Oh, I said, yes, yes. He said, she's perfectly well. She's healed. Her daughter called when she saw the advertisement in the paper and said, uh, we'll be there Tuesday night. Said, uh, mama's been away holding a meeting. She's going to close Sunday night, same night we started. Two weeks revival. <laughs> Praise God. That's right. Well, I had a book table in those days. I didn't have all these books printed. In fact, I didn't have any book of my own printed. I just had some other good books on healing and faith and so on that I recommended to folks. Wanted to put some. So I was standing around, you know, straightening up a book table early. Wasn't anybody there. Just the pastor and I was there. And I heard him talking to somebody and saw two ladies come in through some swinging doors, but I never thought anything about it. I, I didn't recognize them, really, though I'd met both of them. <laughs> And I just went on straightening up my books, and the next thing I knew, some woman had thrown her arms around me and was hugging me. Well, I'm not used to that. What I mean is, I'm not used to some other woman hugging me. I mean, I'm used to my wife hugging me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but she don't do that much in public. Not in church, anyway. And so... Uh, uh, I guess, you know, it so startled me that I come up sort of fighting, you know, sort of pushing her away from me, you know. And, and, and I looked startled, I guess, and this lady said, you don't know me, do you? I said, no, I sure don't. Why, she said, I'm sister so-and-so. Well, I remember by now, she's 83, she is 82, nine months before, and I wasn't but about 37, so I just reached out and hugged her then. And you know, I'll tell you, I didn't recognize her, you see, because her, she had filled out, you know, no longer had this huge stomach, you know, and she had filled out, her face had filled out in these nine months. And I'll tell you, she looked 20 years younger. I mean, more than 20 years younger than 80-something. She looked to me like she must be somewhere in her 50s. Just real, real, I didn't recognize her, you see. And she said to me, I'm sure glad you boys didn't let me die. Well, when you're 83, Brother Braun then was about 57, eight years old, I guess. When you're 83, I guess 58 and 37 is, is boys. <laughs> I'm sure glad she said you boys didn't let me die. You know, she said, I see where I missed it. I was just waiting to die, you know, just waiting to die. Well, I'm saved, you know, I'm filled with the Spirit. I've worked for years. I've worked for God. I've, I've won a lot of souls. I've got a lot of sheaves. But she said, you know what? She said, I saw that I didn't have to die that way. And she said, I just came off of a meeting, and we had several saved, all right. Uh, that is, backsliders come back. Look, but we have two men saved that weren't backsliders. They'd never been saved before in their life. And she said, if you fellas hadn't got that over to me, I wouldn't have got those two men saved. She was always a great soul winner, you see. And she said to me, I've got, I'm 83, but I've got the whole summer dated up in meetings. I'm going to preach all the summer and rest all the winter. 
I'll not go in the winter at my age. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I got the whole summer dated up. Yes, sir. And I remember later on then I was at a camp meeting and I saw Brother Braun. And I said to him, I'd picked up a Pentecostal evangelist and assembly of God periodical. And I'd, I thought I remembered that this lady, I mean her name, and she is 90-something. And, and uh, this minister from Fort Worth had gone to be with the Lord. So I said to Brother Braun, is that the lady? I didn't remember the name, but I read in the Pentecostal Evangel just last week that this lady had recently gone to be with the Lord, the lady evangelist, and 90-somebody. Oh, yeah, Brother Hagin, that's the lady, he said, that we went to visit. And you see, by just talking to her, give her 10 more years of ministry. And he said, you know, she preached in hell meetings right down to the end, and she died without sickness and without disease, just fell asleep in Jesus. Well, now, all of that comes about as a result of teaching and preaching the word of God, faith, see? And no matter where I start out preaching, I can start out preaching on the Holy Ghost, and I'll always wind up preaching on faith. No matter where I start, that's either where I wind up. That's my message, you see. Now, somebody else has another message. But isn't it good that God has just put difference in the variety of ministries in the church? Isn't that good? Praise the Lord. And we need all of them. We need all of them, every single one of them. And if we'll just go and listen, we can all be enriched spiritually. Now, I want to talk some more along the lines we've been talking about healing and ministering to the sick. Mark's Gospel, the fifth chapter, where it tells us about the woman, 25th through the 34th verse, the woman with the issue of blood, who had suffered many things of many physicians and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment, for she said, If I may but touch his clothes, it shall be whole. And the word of God tells us that immediately Jesus knew that virtue, or as the margin of the King James translation said, that power had gone out of him. And he looked around about to see this woman that had done the thing, and the woman, fearing and trembling, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And in the 34th verse, he said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And then in Acts the 10th chapter, the 38th verse, the scripture tells us what this power was that flowed out of him and healed that woman. It said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing. Then the Bible tells us that God also worked by the hands of Paul, very similarly. In Acts the 19th chapter, the 11th and 12th verses, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Now then I want us to look tonight again to the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel. I want us to see something here about the ministry of Jesus, and I'll tie the loose ends together in a minute now. The 14th verse, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Now you see the Word of God tells us here how that Jesus was baptized of John and Jordan's river, and then the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily shape and form as a dove, and I want to point it out again because it's necessary that you see it so that we can learn some principles about the action of God's healing power. 
When you talk about Jesus ministering and healings under his ministry, people will think that that is different than what could happen today. Because many would say, well, yeah, but now he was the son of God. You know, sort of inferring that nobody else could do that. Or it couldn't happen that way. But Jesus, as I pointed out to you, was just as much the son of God when he is 25 years old as he was when he is 30 years old. 26, 27, 28, 29 years old. He's just as much the son of God then as he was when he's 30 years old. And yet, up until the time he was anointed by the Spirit, he hadn't healed and did not heal one single person or work one miracle. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Our offer is called The Spiritual Gifts, The Power, the power Gifts, uh, Volume 2 by my dad, uh-huh. four CDs, and then Learning to Flow with the Holy Spirit by dad, and then my book, little mini book, called The Key to the Supernatural. And so this is actually... A should they should retail for about thirty one dollars and ninety cents. That's right. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we're going to offer them for nineteen ninety five. That's right. You can get all of these. Uh, the that's the, our the, Rama special. That's our Rama special. <laughs> that's our Fourth of July. The no, the, whole, the whole July. The whole month. The, the whole, whole month. month those July. will be all special. That's... Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, The Power Gifts of the Spirit, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.